and a massive welcome back to the 6Ps podcast. As always, it is fantastic to have your company. We've had a bit of an extended uh, break here, a bit of a hiatus between units, between terms, and of course we're all trying to get used to this new world um, due to uh, the recent COVID-19 outbreak. But the main thing is that we're all here and we're all ready to learn. A bit of information to get through today. We're not quite ready to go through analysing argument just yet. So I thought I'd take some time out today just to talk about remote learning uh, and how best go about this to give yourself every possibility to succeed. And I guess to make sure there aren't too many interruptions compared to, say, uh, a regular school term. As always, if you would like to get in touch with me, you can do so. Uh, The email address is 6pspodcast at gmail.com. That's 6pspodcast at gmail.com. And a really exciting announcement. You might have noticed this recently, but uh, we have been putting out videos onto YouTube uh, with regards to the analyzing arguments unit of work so if you do want to check those videos out um, please encourage you all to do so if you just type in six p's podcast into youtube you should be able to find it we've got about a half dozen videos up already uh, and we hope to have many more up and we're also already looking at what we can do for the comparative unit so perhaps we might have uh, a couple of videos uh, where we annotate key parts from the text and provide you with uh, all the information that you need in order to succeed with that unit, which is still a long way away. Uh, And uh, before that, of course, we will go through the analyzing argument unit again. It's almost been a year since we started this podcast. So um, being that being the case, of course, I thought today was a good time just to thank everyone who's been uh, listening to the podcast. I think we're over 14,000 listeners Um, I think we only had about 600 listens in the first two months. So to get up, uh, you know, we're almost heading to 15,000 is pretty incredible. Um, As I said, this merely was um, set out to help those 19 students, I guess, plus the 14 in the AAL class, but primarily the English students last year. So um, to have resonated with so many people, um, it's really great. And of course, the best part about it has been the feedback from you via email and hopefully you found that really useful. And the main thing for me is as long as you get something out of each episode, that's sort of the main thing, and that's the main aim from where I'm standing. So the aim of today's podcast, as I said before, is to have a look at remote learning and provide you with some or oh, some best practice, I guess, ways that you can really improve and benefit from home learning. And as always, we have 13 tips. And the first tip I'm going to recommend to you is to maintain some sort of routine. So waking up, eating breakfast and getting ready at the same time each day. Perhaps you might have a little bit of a sleep in on the weekends, but it's really important that you get that consistency. And even on days where I don't have class period one, I find that I'm making myself get up and make sure that I'm ready to go nice and early. I've also found that days on days when I'm working from home, I have that extra 30 minutes as I don't have to drive to school. And this time I'm either doing some sort of light exercise or maybe doing some reading or something that's of use. And 
I guess I'd encourage you all, depending on how long it takes you to get to school, to really harness that time and use it in a beneficial way. And that could be, you know, it could be going for a walk, doing some stretching or some core exercises. Um, it could be maybe catching up with some work. Um, it could even be setting some goals up for the day. So routine is really important. Um, and just that tip, again, I think I've told quite a few people um, in terms of having your a phone in the bedroom my advice is not to have it there um, but if you do need to have it and if it is your alarm my advice is to put it somewhere weird and random every single night so when the alarm goes off you have to get up out of bed to try and actually find it and of course the more annoying the ringtone the better your chances are of actually getting up and turning it off tip two is just the goal set to set goals every day and every week um, personally, I really like checklists. So every day I make a checklist. Um, sometimes if I know it's going to be a busy day, I'll write one the night before just so I can get everything um, off my mind. And for me, the thing I like about goal setting is to set goals for um, work or school and then to set goals for outside of school. So even if it's something small like you're going to go for a half an hour walk every day or you're going to text two of your mates or call two of your mates just to check up on how they're going. So it doesn't have to necessarily be school-based, but setting goals and ticking them off is a really good way to motivate yourself. There are also a whole heap of apps out there that are available for that too. Um, So I definitely encourage you if you do have a smartphone to get on top of that. Tip three is to be organized. Um, And my personal view is you should be having a, some sort of chart, a calendar, a diary, or a planner involved, especially at year 12. So you can write down all that crucial information, things like sack dates, public holidays, student-free days, um, and even things like it, that you're doing outside of school to obviously put down so you're aware well in advance of weeks that are going to be busy and weeks that are maybe going to be less busy to enable you to, I guess, plan ahead. Just make sure you know that everything that's going on. Um, have a section for each subject, have those dates down, tasks and assessments. Um, even with things outside of school, again, there's a whole heap of apps. Um, if it's things like exercise that you want to document, a um, whole heap of apps, especially running. Well, running's a really good one. There are a bunch of apps that, that, that you can use for that um, to track your progress, but um, really encourage you all to be organized. Tip four is to separate home life from school life. This is a big one for me, as I like to separate work and school um, generally. Um, and it's I found it's been a little bit harder working from home to separate um, school with my everyday life um, generally. But I've got sort of one specific desk where I'm doing all of my schoolwork and teaching, and I'm sort of not going anywhere near it at other times. So I'd advise you to sort of do that Um, You might even, if you're lucky enough, to have a space for class time and then a space for study. Just even to separate those two spaces would be really good. Again, I know that's not entirely possible all the time, um, but definitely um, encourage you to really separate those two aspects of your life, the home life and the school life, Um, and even dedicating specific time where you're not going to do schoolwork, where, again, you're going to call a mate up, you're going to do some exercise, um, you're going to do some sort of family activity, and I definitely encourage you to do that. Um, tip five is all about exercise and fresh air and making time to get as much of this as possible. So if, you know, as a base, um, go for a walk, you know, pop on some music or a podcast, 
hopefully this one, and try to forget about everything else. Um, personally, I quite like going for a run, even though I'm a sprinter. Um, I do like going for long runs just for that very reason, because all my attention is literally on getting that one foot in front of the other, uh, and everything else that's happening or going on or causing me grief, I just sort of can forget about. Um, again, being a sprinter, my endurance isn't great, so quite often the first K is quite quick, and then um, I end up slowing down a fair bit or quite considerably. Um, so that's something to be aware of um, as well, but just make time for exercise. Um, it's no coincidence that people that do make time for exercise um, are often quite successful in other aspects of their life. So please make sure you're keeping up that exercise. And um, obviously with gyms being closed, it's a little bit more difficult um, to sort those things out, um, but definitely encourage you all to do that. Uh, my next tip is about being grateful and gratitude and if you can, keeping a gratitude diary um, I won't go too into too much de- detail here, but it is um, we are often quite remiss of us to um, always think about the bad things, being trapped inside, not seeing our mates, all that. But um, a gratitude diary is a really good way to write down a couple of things each night about what you're grateful for. If you can actually buy a specific gratitude diary, then go for it. Um, we all know that Dustin Martin um, has found that to be really useful um, in, in his career, particularly last year he made a point of that so um, something to be really mindful of there is um, keeping a gratitude diary next tip tip number seven is to make time to talk to your friends now whether that's simply sending them a text message or making time to call them or zoom in with them um, it's really important um, especially your schoolmates because they're going through exactly the same thing that you're going through i've said this a few times already but year 12 is a really difficult and challenging year for all students um, and this um, recent lockdown has just exacerbated that to an extent so um, your friends are there to support you and of course you're, you're there to support them so even if your role is just to listen to your friends um, please go go ahead and do it um, because you're going to all benefit each other we might take a quick break there for now going to pop on a song um, we might play a bit of a clubby kind of song because I know there's quite a few people who have just turned 18 and unfortunately for them um, can't go out into the city to uh, socialise at the club. So let's play a a sneaky track now and when we come back we'll go through tips 8 to 13. This is the 6 Piece Podcast. Be right back.
Welcome back to the Six P's podcast. Today we're taking time out to talk about learning remotely and tips and advice on how to best go about that. And we're up to tip eight. And tip eight is all about diet and eating well. As you're probably finding out now, spending all day at home can often lead to a sense of boredom. And what do we do when we're bored? We check the pantry, we check the fridge, we check the cupboard, we go back to the pantry, we open the fridge again to see what's around. Um, And it can be a little bit of a vicious cycle because quite often what entices us the most are foods that are high in sugar that release obviously a quick burst of dopamine. So we enjoy it, but then obviously we crash not long afterwards. Personally, I avoid snacking. Um, I like to have nice full meals. Um, I normally have about five meals a day though, but they're all pretty solid. Um, If you are looking to snack, fruit is quite good. Um, Things like blueberries and bananas are quite quite useful. Um, Almonds as well, I find are a nice little snack, providing you don't have any allergies. Um, A couple of things that are high in antioxidants, so antioxidants are good for the brain. Um, Look at things like carrots and definitely green tea. Uh, they were two things that were really a big part of my uh, year 12 diet. So um, it seemed to work pretty well. So maybe um, not entirely based just diet around carrots and green tea, but maybe that can be just sort of snack food. But um, definitely want food that is low GI, so the energy is released slowly, and protein is always really good as well. Now tip nine is an interesting one. Um, I've written down here, avoid screen time during your downtime where possible. The reason I say that is because you'll be staring at a screen for most of the day on your laptop for school. So while a TV show or a movie here or there is great to unwind, maybe avoid doing too much of it. Maybe avoid that being the main thing you do during your downtime. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to say completely ignore TV and and TV shows and movies, but um, use it sparingly. And tip 10 sort of leads on from that and it's to write with the pen and paper where possible because not only will you give your eyes a rest um, but you're more likely to retain that information if you physically write it down Um, obviously this is just another reason why english is the best subject because you do end up with a lot of writing but it is nice to give your eyes a break and obviously um, your brain will appreciate it as well now tip 11 is to laugh as much as you can that will release endorphins which are great for the brain so if you can potentially have those really good foods that are high in antioxidants laughing at the same time it's going to be really good for your brain um so whether it is talking to friends whether it's listening to a podcast or reading jokes or watching a comedy take time out to laugh because it does make you feel a whole lot better and quite often it's it's free Um, so please do that Uh, tip 12 is yes to listen to your favorite tunes and to crank them up if you can obviously be mindful of the people around you especially your family members i've got a note here to try and avoid anything that is lamestream so gerd jansen's boiler remix from 2018 is always a winner for me Um, but definitely Um, Listen to music as often as you can. Um, Try and keep updated with music as well. So the more new music you listen to, the better quite often. So make time to check out what's been released of late uh, and to keep updated with music. 
And tip 13, and it's the most obvious one, but it's the one that we ignore the most as human beings, but it's to reach out if you're struggling. As I've said to you before, year 12 is a real challenge and you add in social distancing, you add in isolation and you know it doesn't make things easy for you. Please know there are experienced people who can help. Um, there are peers who can empathize and understand your situation. Um, so don't be afraid to ask. There are so many people out there that want to listen, that want to help, who are inside your house, who are at part of your school life, um, but also outside of that as well, external people that are willing to help you. So please reach out. We, All of us understand that what you're going through is really difficult and challenging and what I'm going to say to you now is really important, but we're there to help, so don't be afraid to ask. So that brings an end to today's episode of the 6Ps podcast. Look for uh, analyzing argument episodes to be released uh, in the not-too-distant future because that's what we're moving on to next. But please check out the YouTube channel. As I said before, just search for 6Ps podcast on YouTube and you should be able to find it. I will pop in a link to the episode notes as well if you are feeling lazy. If you would like to get in touch, though, you can definitely do so. Send me an email at 6pspodcast at gmail.com. Another announcement that I forgot to tell you earlier, but that is a fact that we are going to get Tim back for another episode. So um, that'll hopefully be dropping later this week, if not next week. We got a lot of feedback about that episode, and we've got a lot of questions that we're going to pass on to Tim. If you do have any and you haven't asked yet, you might get a little bit of time between probably now and Wednesday. Um, so send us an email if you do have any questions for Tim. The more challenging and tough, the better as far as I'm concerned. But I've been Jim Session. This has been the Six Ps Podcast, reminding you that proper prior preparation prevents poor performance. Are we finished? Done. <laughs> oh, might not be over yet. For-